This is Hayao Miyazaki talking about joining Kiki and the special delivery service. Look up ahead! Big deal. It's just a big puddle of water. It's beautiful. How lovely. And this is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films of lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and today we're going to speed through this one. We're talking about Kiki's Delivery Service from Studio Ghibli and Hayao Miyazaki. As a fan of Japanese culture with a planned trip to Japan and the Studio Ghibli Museum, I wanted to go in liking this film as much as possible. Unfortunately, I didn't realize I I had I only had the dubbed version in front of me and I didn't realize I had the option of turning it off and re, and having the original and reading the subtitles. I just don't trust dub lines. I I struggle with a few other films I had that I'd watched, but I, I yeah, it's much, to me it's much easier and better to read the subtitled original than to listen to the dubbed version. But we've we've watched some Studio Ghibli films before, and I wanted to cover another one. But Kiki and her cute ass red bow was was a thing that drew me in. I should have known that this world that my, Miyazaki builds would suck me in. It it always does. There's something so fun about these films that I think accomplishes two things: an hour and a half or two filled with fun and a complete curiosity for the Japanese culture. It feels much like when we watch RRR, and that was steeped in the culture that made that wasn't steeped in the culture. And I feel like for this film, it was as well. Um, despite it, <laughs> fun fact coming up right up top. Despite it meant to be a fantasized Europe with you know that didn't experience any war, I think I, I think this felt very very Japanese specific in, in a lot of ways. It isn't, it, this film isn't punching down to the American Joe. This like, this was made for Japanese audiences and you, you, you your only choice is to get on board. And I haven't read the book that it was adapted from, but it also sparked this hocus pocus part of me that was, that made me like really part of the lore of the witches in this world. I mean, this movie raised a lot of questions about how witches exist and live and it answered none of them. And instead of, and, and instead I just followed a year in the life of this 13 year old girl trying to live life on her own. And I'll be honest, I was here for it. During the production phase of this film, Hayao Miyazaki and the artist traveled to Sweden to research for the film. The photographs they took uh, of Sweden and Visby formed the basis of the fictional city of Kiroko. The city also contains elements of Lisbon, Paris, San Francisco, and Milan. Originally, this was uh, panned by fans of the original Japanese version. Disney later re-released a second version of their English dub, unlike the original one in 1998. Dubbing the 2010 revision has gone back and removed several ad-lib lines, American sound effects, and added soundtracks, and several comedic lines added by Phil Harmon. Gosh. This, re- this revised dub is considered more faithful to the original 1998 version dubbing, but the sound mix is noticeably more filtered with the moments like Kiki screaming sounding like they're being passed through a fan. And this is why I don't like dubbed movies. The film was set in an alt, again, this film was set in alternate, alternative 1950s Europe where neither war, neither world war happened. In terms of scene stealers, shout out to my, my man Tombo, who was down to clown until the female cat came around uh, along and he was like, peace out. I, 
<laughs> I think it was really funny that essentially it happened, I think, coincidentally, but right around the time the other female cat was around, my man Tyler was like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't know how to talk to you. Leave me alone. And there are obviously reasons, but I said it was really funny. Also, shout out to Kiki, who just wanted to get out of her home and start her new life. I mean, again, the lore of like, when you turn 13, you have to like live out on your own for a year is 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 madness by today's standards, right? I think by any standards, but I think it just leads... Yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting how they gel this with like we all we're all thirteen or teenagers once, and we just wanted to get out of the house and be independent. And I think what she, I think this movie really does a great great job at balancing those those few things of like she's still a thirteen year old, she's still she's still this teenager who makes mistakes, she still does all of these things that teenage teenagers do, but also she's like living this really mature life who has to you know focus on our powers and, and all this stuff. I, yeah, I, th- I think it's like this, these like growing pains. I'm not sure if it's even coming of age because she's still very young at the end of this, but I think this is a interesting part in her life, which I feel like could go on into a different movie if you ask me, but neither here nor there. I was a shake my desk. I got really passionate about that. One thing I would change would be opening up the world. I, I really would love, I'm not saying this would make it better, but I would really love to know more about the world that we're in. I, I, until I did research, I thought we we're in Japan. Or, like, you know, a fictionalized version of Japan, at least. But that's my own ignorance. <laughs> but i also like to know more about, like, the witches and their customs. Like, what they do. Like, what do they do when they get older? I, I, I don't... Like, what, what, what happens? Does she just never return home? Anyways. As promised, this is a shorter episode this week. But is this movie required? Listen, I think... Much like the Coen brothers, we may have to retire from talking about Studio Ghibli films. As they're seemingly... They just don't lose. I mean, I think there's so much to take away from this film. Take away how to make an animated film with a child protagonist that that have, has heavily heavy themes wrapped inside of it. Still a very kid-friendly rapper. I feel like these are one of those films that are both kid-first, but still have very exciting things for adults. I'm not even sure if it's kid-first. I, like, it, it feels, because the protagonist is a child, that it's kid-first. But I, I don't know. I feel like it's very much an adult film. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this is. I think there's so many ways to like. I think we often look at Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, Family Guy as like family animation, adult animation, and like things like things like that. Big Mouth, but like adult animation. But I I don't know if we understand or choose to make these kinds of stories in animation in a way that is super impactful. Um, because this movie could have just been done with a woman. I feel like someone, uh, like, live action. And I feel like someone's going to try to remake this. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they get offers to get their films remade live action all the time. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, because it, it can happen quite easily. But I think the choice that you make to make these films animation is is indicative of the story, the texture, the tone, all of that stuff that you're trying to convey. And I think it, it makes it feel quite magical because of that. Not not because it's witches involved, but I mean, like, it's, it's a really interesting feeling. And I think that's because we associate animation with maybe childhood or Glee and all that stuff. And Glee the feeling, not Glee the TV show. And, uh, and yeah, I, th- I think that it invokes a different part of our brain and our, and our hearts. Neither here nor there. What do you think about Kiki and her delivery service? I want to call it special delivery service. Am I right? Am I wrong? Anyways, 
Let me know what you think about this film. I'm super interested. If you think there's a Studio Ghibli film that we should be watching, I am willing to give it another go. I just know that it's going to be required. <laughs> but yeah, let's go for an easy watch. Um, uh, thanks so much. If you are enjoying yourself here, please leave a like and a comment. If you're not enjoying yourself here, that's okay. Stick around. Let me know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. We're, we're, we're feedback-driven folks here. But, you know, please still leave five stars. Encourage. Encouragement is always great. Until next time, record watching this film club. So let's have conversations, people. Until next time, I'm Trey Epps. Peace.